What's up? This is Jeff Weiss, a writer. And I'm No Can Do, a rapper. And this is Shots Fired, a podcast about hip hop and stunner shades. Stunning. Today, 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 I got some stunner shades right here. Yeah, I know. That's why I said that. Today's guest is LP, uh, El Producto, formerly the head of Def Jux, one half of Run the Jewels. One third of Company Flow? or was it? Yeah, one third of Company Flow. Yeah. One of the greatest rapper producers of all time, even though he'll be mortified to hear himself described that way. And uh, yeah, what's going on, James? No can do, McCall. Uh, my motherfucking daughter's started school again this week. Isn't that a celebration? I mean, yeah, because I get like the days, you know, like, you know, yeah, I get you to just say podcasts and drink coffee and exactly. smoke cigarettes and talk about Desperate Housewives. Exactly. But uh, yeah, I, I got sick from one of them because, you know, kids, kids are like, I mean, school is like a Petri dish. Yeah. You know, it's like a gate and all these kids running around just, you know, it's just winter break. Who knows where the fuck they, one of the kids went for fucking, you know, break. They might have went to some third world country, stepped on some glass, you know, pissed in the river or something, got some new bacteria, you know, fucking played handball with Yo, my daughter. Yo, college students will pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for that and call it a life-changing experience. <laughs> I need to start that business. Liberal arts schools, yeah. Mm. Look into it. Um, yeah. But basically, got coughed, or actually my pillow, she slept on my pillow while she was sick. And then... The pillow got switched. It's like this pillow switcheroo thing. I imagine it must be hard to yell at your daughter for like sleeping on your pillow when they're sick. Like you can't really be like. No, no, no. You can't do it. You know, there's no. Yeah. 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 It must be hard to yell at a child anyways. Like when it's your own child. It depends on how stupid the thing is that they do. Yeah. Like they do something that's like dangerous to them. Yeah. Because you care for them so much. Yeah. You're like. It's like if someone else was trying to hurt your kid. Totally. So you're like, don't juggle those wine glasses. <laughs> you're like, steak knives are not to be juggled, daughter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I just got back from Las Vegas. Yeah? Where I Did you hear that Katy Perry song when you are out there? No, I uh, just Leaving Las Vegas by Sheryl Crow, constantly on a loop in my head. Yeah, yeah. No, I interviewed Kendrick Lamar, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, and so I walked in. Mm. And uh, so, like, I watched him rehearse with the Magic Dragons. The story's gonna be on the Hollywood Reporter. So the Magic should... Dragons. Imagine Dragons. Imagine. Oh, hey, that's a joke to me. Imagine Dragons. Every time, like, because my daughter, like, I found out there was a band called Imagine Dragons. I was like, Hey, is there really a band called Imagine Dragons? And she's like, Yeah, Dad, they're really cool. She likes them. You know, they're she, so bad. She likes that one song. Can we have like a moment. I don't understand why rappers have such a bad taste in rock music. Like, I don't understand why Kendrick likes Imagine Dragons. And like, I didn't want to like insult him and be like, Oh. This is the worst band ever. What are you doing with your life? <laughs> I mean, all right, look. Rappers have horrible taste in motherfucking uh, rock music. I mean, some. You know, there's 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 a percentage. Danny Brown is like the only one with like really. There's twenty five. There's really twenty five. Nah, he doesn't. It's there, there's just a particular thing that happens to a rapper in their lifetime if they get hit at the right time. Like Mike Eagle and Danny are lucky. We grew up in the nineties. Mm-hmm. You know, like. We had fucking, what is that shit? A BT Uncut yeah. and then MTV at night, you know? So, BT Uncut, now there's a, there's a fine program for Exactly. Kids. You can watch Tip Drill. <laughs> <laughs> you can switch over and you can watch a good like, Smashing Pumpkins video. The, not, the, not the newer shit, you know, the older shit. You can watch a 95 South version of Woot, There It Is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sir Makes Lots, put them on the glass. Imagine Dragons. Ooh. So that's bad. dubstep, right? No, nah, they're like synth rock. That's like it's like, but it's like dubstep sounds like. It's like fucking that Taylor Swift song. Oh, trouble, trouble! I'll put it this way. I heard a Katy Perry song at the gym, and I was like, I think this is the Imagine Dragons, and then it was a Katy Perry techno remix. So yeah, <laughs> what have you? With anyways, but yeah, no. I like Katy Perry. I walked in, and then I go to do the interview. And I'm like in, you know, in, in the in the hotel suite, like at the Cosmo. Pimping. Like, all and it's not my hotel; it's his hotel, mm-hmm. and he, um, you know. 
like the man his management's there and the TV mm-hmm. people and the publicists. Is his management like, are these the cashmere dudes? Is that his management? No, no, no. He's got like TD has like their own. Nice. It's all in house. Like they're they kind of were talking to me about kind of like how they they look to Motown actually is nice. kind of the model, which is smart because you the know best, Mo- that's the best business model. Well, Motown like you weren't allowed to release a song until everybody like was like mm, yes, no, yes. Like they you had to vote on it, which is like they to ensure quality control. Mm-hmm. So I walk in. And he looks at me, he's like, where are you from? <laughs> I was like, uh, today I'm from the Hollywood Reporter, but normally I'm from Los Angeles. He's like, I'm from Westside Compton, where are you from? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so I look, and I pause, and I'm just like, treetop Piru. <laughs> and he That's just like, hilarious. Back, he starts laughing hysterically. Yeah. And from that point on, it was cool. You guys hit it off, yeah. Yeah, it was cool. It Imagine was if you were from like, fucking like, you know, Palm- Palmdale, and you said just some random Palmdale gang that so- no one knew about. <laughs> I was like rolling 60s motherfucker what you gonna do about it yeah that'd be hilarious too <laughs> that would also have been good 60s I figured Treetop Pyro I was like that's a, that's a Compton plug gang I'm mm. like I'm, I'm sure there's been some horrible like it could have gone so wrong though where he's been like I hate Treetop Pyro and like mm-hmm. somebody in the back started crying they killed my brother uh, he was cool though he was uh, he was surprisingly a like I think one of his whole things is to not be uh not to let the stardom and the celebrity go mm-hmm. to his head. And I think that's yeah. like a very concerted effort for him. Mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. like down to the dressing and you know, like the way he he was very low key, mm-hmm, not like not a star personality. He's like the opposite of Will I Am. He totally has no lead singer syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, he's just like sort of like like a guy like it was like if the like the bassist who ends up being the star of the band. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's you know? tight. Yeah. Like Roger Waters. Um, that's yeah. tight yeah it was cool I was I was, you know you never know when you interview somebody like mm. or like you never know either because sometimes you interview somebody that famous and they give you the post game show interview where it's like hey like did you discover all... anything new that you didn't know about the yeah a lot of stuff I, I didn't know about the we, we, we you know of course like, I was like slipping in pretentious literary things I'm, like talking about fear and loathing in Las Vegas and random new you know like random things and mm his family and I, I don't want to talk too much about it because hopefully we'll be in the story and hopefully uh, which I have to write tonight which mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. going to be great yeah, yeah, yeah. thank god I got a lot of Adderall so. um, Adderall is that the is that the miracle I work can't actually I can't actually write an Adderall it's like it, it like my brain scrambles it's like kind of like you're trying to rap but you can't free. it's like if you couldn't freestyle but you like think you can and then you're like but you're always rhyming on the wrong word yeah, that's yeah. how I feel with Adderall my brain okay. these days so yeah I'd imagine that it would work the first time, but then after that, you would probably get addicted to that. Like, you know. Yeah. Well, Danny Brown, like, that was, like, a big thing for him, actually. Mm-hmm. But I think he would just smoke blunts and, and take Adderall and smoke Newport. It would balance it out. Yeah, which is mm-hmm. the worst thing possibly for you. Like, if you smoke blunts, take Adderall, and smoke cigarettes, which I've done many times, it's just you feel like death. When are you going to make your rap record, bro? You can oh. talk about all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> How to Live the Rap Life with None of the Talent by Jeff Weiss. Yeah. <laughs> Um, cool. I wrote 2,000 words a night. I wrote 2,000 words a night. Yeah, not much going on in the rap world, actually, right now. Oh, mm-hmm. Someone mentioned uh, they wanted us to talk about it because Ice-T started a new podcast, apparently. And he was like, well, as the first rapper to ever like do a podcast, I feel like a real pioneer, and I like doing things first. What? Uh, and he was like, <laughs> you need to talk about that with No Can Do and set him straight. Yeah, but Ice-T is like, like an old dude that's always been full of shit. Yeah, yeah Ice-T didn't even know the internet existed until like Soldier Boy put him up on it. <laughs> Yeah, Soldier Boy really showed him. <laughs> like he really so, bought a knife to a gunfight with that. Right? <laughs> Soldier Boy did clown the fucking shit out of him. Yeah, yeah. I still didn't know what was going on. Like, like Soldier Boy just basically read his Wikipedia page and then laughed after every sentence, and then we we're like, "You won." <laughs> yeah, Soldier Boy giggled at him. <laughs> it's only rap rap war settled by giggling. 
Have you heard the Soldier Boy Drake song? Oh, that trophies. Shit. I think it's called oh, we, we Made, made it. it. Yeah. Yeah, I do not like that song. <laughs> Surprise. You don't like it? Yeah. Why you like it? Yeah, I like it. <laughs> you make anything with Drake? I don't like anything with Drake. I like. Well, here's the thing. I like anything. Real talk. I like anything with like bad rapping, like Soldier Boy raps. Yeah. Like I love Baby rapping. I love Easy E. I love. I will. I will argue Easy being a good rapper to the death of me. Let's see. That's bullshit. Like not a He's good technical rapper. rapper. He's a horrible. Nah, but I think his voice is so good that it doesn't even matter. But so is Baby's from Cash Baby's Money. Voice is not good. Yes, it you is. know Baby's been rapping for twenty years. Like like he was putting out Cash Money records with him rapping in like ninety four. Exactly. 94. And I love that shit. <laughs> I, I aspire to get to that point. You to... think he would improve? Like Puffy improved. Puffy did improve. He just paid people. He just paid better ghostwriters, like yeah. to like rip off. He's like, I'm gonna get Sauce Money. I'm gonna get Feral Much. He basically had the whole LA, un- or the whole NY underground at the time. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yes, Sauce Money. I don't know about that. Um, I mean, Sauce Money w- was good as a writer, right? Probably. I don't know. Gilly the Kid did a fine job on Carter too. That's what they say. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, every one of Wayne's raps is kind. Of, every one of Wayne's albums is stylistically very different. So yeah. I'd be willing to bet that. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, you it's do. in the past. Yeah, yeah I do. do I care, yeah. yeah like, the de- like the detective ghostwriter. Must find out that Little Wayne's albums were ghostwritten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smoking a pipe, wearing a fucking Sherlock Holmes hat. Mm-hmm. All right, so should we bring in uh, LP? Even though we taped this a while ago. He was here for, the, for, the, for a Red Bull show, which we were obligated to say on air. Oh, we had to say that? Yeah, it was part of it. They, they, they wrangled him. Really? Not like we couldn't have, but I felt like, you know, I don't know. Whatever. Were we obligated to say it? I We're talking about it now, so I think we fulfilled our obligations. Yeah. Shout, cool. out, to, shout out to Red Bull. Shout for, out to Red Bull. For they keeping be... kids tweaked out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Keeping that's, us stylistically... That's like oh. middle school midterm Adderall. That's what that is. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> better than Rockstar. <laughs> Rockstar tastes like a diaper smells, like a new diaper. <laughs> Shit is horrible. All right, no, cool. no, not Rockstar, Monster. Right. Let's play. Uh, let's play a Run the Jewels song. Let's play uh, Banana Clipper. Let's play that one right now. We'll play another Run the Jewels song at the end. All right, shots fired. Hey, hey. I move with the elegance of an African elephant. I presented the evidence. Eloquent as a president. Evident is the evidence. I deserve me a championship. But before I banana clip, I'ma chill so my man can rip. Little man against Hellion with the heart of an orphan. I got the words of a murderer and an eye for distortion. You take a slice of my portion, I'll take a piece of your profit. I'll drop an illegal speech to keep an OZ in my pocket. We run the Jews in your town. A quarter pound on my person. I'm known for pounding the stage. I'm talking burning and cursing. Producer gave me a beast. Said it's the beat of the year I said LP didn't do it So get the fuck out of here You wanna hang, bring his throat I got stools in a rope I'm a slang pole A ring in a land with a man's flow A new addition to the art of the old code That's fully retarded and put a part in your bold Hey, hey we the villains We attacking this bad guy Mercy me, merciless me Putting pain in they sad eyes It's for Skywalker talkers me the true Darth Vader I hit your mom in 03 But a G ain't hate So baby boy, you should tighten up And show some before I mail it on your Joe, they put my arm on your neck. A worse yet, be the reason your girl want a divorce. Be at a crib with your kids saying, fuck your fork. Well, nigga. <laughs>
the stylist, radiation leaking my island, also known as Chernobyl talk, listen for the sirens, for the green I'm a hoarder, you're the hoarder, sorta, sorta, morbid son in these fucking hoarder, explorers aboard, enough of your bummy shit, it's numb to the core, sure, suck a good dick for the fame, and couldn't resist getting played, I fuck like I'm headed to war, I'm really not playing no games, have you, God damn it, I'll kill the carrier, mentions my name, I'm a soldier, forging a mercenary on beat, I'm merciless, I torture MCs, tie both of their feet, if they refuse to run the Jews, we beat the bottoms of feet. I'm talking grip class, guys, to the top of your teeth. Hey, me and Jamie killed the competition, top of the heat. Is where we stand with their corpses resting under our feet. I sent they mom a little cash and a sympathy letter. Told her she raised a bunch of fuck boys. Next time, do better, bitch. We the old Atlanta, new Atlanta, future of the city, dead and fat says don't give a damn cause can't now new nigga get with me, now it's true, niggas are simply simple minded, simple Simons, being dumbed down by the local radio stations by designing, but what I be rhyming, no payola is required, my bank account obese as fuck while yours sits on the diet, nigga your lease is up, you're fired, quiet, that's how the balls talk, retain ownership on everything, every car bought, and paid for, no neighbors cause I'm sitting on acres, went to Vegas, jumped the broom cause I wasn't tripping on papers, oh no, Prenuptial agreement for mama If we broke up and she took half I still be sitting on commas Eight pickles, nickel Nickel Crazy Woo I'm here. <laughs> yeah. How's it going? How's LA treating you in the eight hours you've been here? It's or amazing. Less. Everything's, everything's changed yeah. for me. <laughs> everything's yeah. changed for me, yeah. Eight you hours. You get like man. collagen injections and shit already? <laughs> yeah. His yep. lips are I'm like taller. You're taller? Yep. Yeah. Nice. Um, I'm a pretty good actor now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what will happen. It's the mm -hmm. air, the water, the tap water. If you don't drink the tap water and you do drink the air, uh -huh. you become a better actor. Yeah, drink the air. Yeah. Take up cycling. Yep. Yeah. I'm into all that a blade, stuff. A rollerblade along the Yoga? Beach. Yoga? I'm Yoga? starting it all today. Froyo? <laughs> yep. Froga. Froga? You're, right. here, you're here in Fro LA for two weeks. So, yeah, it's like, you know, by the time you're done, you'll be meditating. Doing yoga. I better find be. Someone's got to give. <laughs> or you'll be in a street gang. <laughs> yeah. It's it, a, it can go, we can go one of either way. Trying to choose between uh, beating and fucking, though, it's hard, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll probably just remain independent in these streets. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But, uh, but the yoga and the jogging is definitely happening just as soon as I stop the drinking and the smoking. Nah, mm -hmm. we'll see. The yoga and the jogging is to counterbalance the drinking and the smoking. Ah. Yeah. Yin and yang. I, I had a whole year of drinking, smoking, yoga, no jogging. Right, right. Yoga right, right. and just a lot of so like. So you didn't fully commit? No, 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 yeah. no. I committed to the idea of like balancing it out. Like if I smoke, then I should at least work out, you know? Yeah. And yeah, I, no, I like the theory. Yeah. <laughs> And, and we uh, we are gonna just only ask you questions like, did you see his list? By the way, he the, him and Killer Mike had this amazing uh, run the jewels list of questions a journalist shouldn't ask. Can I ask you all these questions? <laughs> since I'm not a journalist, you can try. <laughs> all right, dude, let me find this list. No, it was I mean, like you'll a, get the exact same answer yeah, that everyone the else who tries gets. I don't, um, I don't want is, to. Which is pointing at the list. <laughs> yeah. That was that was hilarious and fun. 
But it was, but you know, sometimes you just have to do it. Yeah. We're really just trying to help. Honestly, yeah. like, do you really want to write an article that someone else wrote yesterday? Yeah, like, it, it must not, be hard to kind know. of like, yeah, because I mean, I feel you and Mike, you and Mike met through Jason, Jason DeMarco, right? Through uh, the Wayne Can Street. you pull up that yeah. list, please? Can you pull up the it's list? It's on the list. Yeah. yeah. I want to fucking search for they shit. Put, <laughs> just they so put them together. Lazy, man. Like, I heard there was a list. Was the first time you guys recorded pretty much like the, the chemistry was pretty immediate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was crazy. I mean, we, we um, you know, we we basically just talked shit for about an hour, smoked weed, hung out, talked shit for about an hour, and went in right downstairs to the studio, and um, and uh, the first thing that came out was Big Beast. That was his, yeah. that was the very first thing. Yeah. And we were kind of looking around like, oh, this is, this this is pretty good and um so you know it was pretty immediate and um but you know like i said before i, I it, it just sort of happened i wasn't really expecting it to happen in the same way that it did i thought i was just going to do some music for his record but yeah. i was really focusing on my own record i was hell-bent on getting that record done yeah but i couldn't resist that lovable fat bastard <laughs> i mean it must be kind of a lot more fun like getting to be in a group like just can't find this oh. fucking list, bro. I'm sorry. It's it looks like, I mean, it sounds like you're having a lot more yeah. fun. It's, like. I'll tell you the list. The list is this. Don't ask us how we met. Oh, okay. Kind of already violated that. <laughs> um, what else was it? Um, don't ask us about the state of hip-hop. Okay, don't ask about other rappers. Is that a real state? And don't, exactly. Like, and, and, and don't ask us about other rappers. Yeah. That's it. It's just a. What do you think of the control? Three. I thought it was. A, I thought it was a long ass. What do you like, accept that you weren't mentioned in the control? Please verse? ask us about the control verse. I'm still. Upset. Which rap? <laughs> I've been asked about the control verse, and I don't have anything. To I think do that was with like you're that. literally not a rapper if you haven't been asked about the control. No, like yeah, it's I more insulting that's, that's not good. getting asked about the controlled verse than getting included or not included in the control verse. Wait, pardon me. It's just uh, <laughs> we did bong rips earlier, all right. All right. Yeah, we did, no, I'm we saying did it's, smoke yeah. weed. You don't want to get caught in the weed control verse yeah. conversation because yeah. it's just it's gonna go it's in, yeah. Could you imagine down, being in college <laughs> and high no. when control came? No. Out? Oh my god! Yeah, no, uh, I can't imagine it's like, being in the college. The world just exploded. He killed the game. He, Jason Taylor is dead. Like you know, like <laughs> like you know. I mean, I was excited around that age. I don't really know what college is like. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I imagine I, I try to pretend like I know what college is like because I noticed that all rappers my age have went to college. Like really? you, you guys' I, generation, I did. You know, when you yeah. put out, when was the first Company Flow record put out? Like ninety four, ninety three, ninety three, ninety three. Like seventeen, 17 years, old, 18 years, years old, years old. Yeah, which record was that? Juvenile Techniques. Okay. Yeah, seventeen that, years old. That's tight. And um, and so I was. Yeah, I was like wasn't trying to hear the whole. Co- I, I got kicked out of high school. I mean, I, I didn't even finish high school. I got my GED and I went to um, musical engineering school. That's tight. At sixteen, mm-hmm. so I basically spent. You the can last... be somebody, kid. <laughs> you can be somebody. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know. So I didn't. By the time I got to the age where maybe college would have made sense, I tried to go. I mean, you know, the, the, what age was that? Uh, Eighteen, mm-hmm. right? I, I went just because for for about a semester because I, there was still that nagging thing in the back of my head, like I wanted to prove that I could. So I got, you know, I got in on like the best of the worst, you know, like they have to put like an academic to, decathlon. You're like the guy who like might. I'm the yeah. guy who's the king of the GED scores. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, they yeah. were like, oh, we'll put you in. So I got like, mm-hmm. I got into. And they probably got more money for bringing you in. You know that, right? That's somewhere just like. Yeah, it was, a, in other words, affirmative action. Is yeah, that what yeah. you're saying? Um, 
I got in for I'm uh, to this school, Hunter College in New York. I went there for a year, mm-hmm. but I didn't really. While you were rapping, it was right before my um, my single came out. It was right around the time. It was on like Libra Records, out. right? Libra Records, yeah. And um, who what was like Libra Records? Like it was like they put out a couple like big records, like small independent. Yeah, I like, mean, uh, Libra Records, records yeah. was started by two dudes. One of them was a rapper called Antex. I don't know if you remember Antex. Mm-hmm. He had this song, um, uh, Yo, Vanessa, yo, Vanessa, yo. I never really loved you. I was gashing your ego. Understand me, Vanessa. It was like this little record that kind of made, made like a little bit of noise. It was yeah. on Tough City. Yeah. And so him and the uh, the accountant for Tough City started this record hmm. label called Libra Records. Yeah. And when I was when I was sixteen or fifteen, yeah, sixteen. Musical engineering school I went to. I met um, some friends who were from um, uh, were from Hollis, and um, I used to go up to Hollis, Queens, and hang out with them. And, and you know, what mom, year was this? Let's, this let's... is like this is like ninety two, okay, ninety one, ninety two. And I used to spend a lot of time in Hollis, Queens, basically just you know, hanging out and rhyming and going to like little cut demos up up there. Mm. Um, and I met through them. I met. Antex, who was a rapper from Queens, who had this record out on Tough City, and he was a producer too, and he was, yeah, just trying to start the label. So he signed me up to do that single, and he put a couple other things out. But um, shortly after that, it, you know, I just stopped doing that with that. You stopped going there. Yeah, no, not going yeah. there. I'm just saying like that. That was just one, you know, one record, okay. and then um, and I met actually met just through them. Like okay. they were childhood friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then when it came time to, to kind of, I was already doing the company flow thing mm-hmm. when I met Just. I had already basically just started company flow as me. Then I added Mr. Len. So, for the first single, me and Mr. Len are on that shit. Mm-hmm. And um, Just was actually working with the record label as like a friend and as some, you know, he, they brought him in. And he, but he was, he was, you know, trying to do music. So, we ended up just, clicking and, and, and you know I brought him into company flow and that basically was what you know so after that first single it was it was the full company flow mm-hmm. thing were you always making beats from when you started rapping yeah yeah I mean I was I was well no I mean I started rapping before I started making beats because I didn't have any equipment or technology yeah, yeah, yeah. or anything but I had um I had um, a cassette deck. I had a dual cassette deck, yeah. so I was a master at the pause tape, as a lot of people my yeah. age were. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked to a lot of producers now who are like my age, and they're like, "Yeah, I got my start doing pause tapes because that was you had a so boombox." Basically, you would like sample sample something with this and record it, and then stop it at the. You point. would take a record and you would play it in deck A, and you record it in deck B. Okay. And when the record got to the end of the break, boom, 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 and then you pause it. And then you rewind the tape, and then you went, and then you you bring bring the pause button back up at the beginning of the of the downbeat. So it just wow. you know, and if you were good at it, it could just sound just like make it was natural. Loop. Yeah. And I I was good at it, and yeah. people started giving me songs to remix for them. You know, so I would be like remixing jams just on some pause tape shit. Yeah. And that's that was my first, um, and so I, but I would make these pause tapes of like a Run DMC song or something, just the break, you know, and. And um, and then you could, it had an, the box had an external mic, so then I would put the pause tape that I made in deck A, and then put a blank tape in deck B, yeah. and then I would just rap over you know out loud 
you know, but I do like Run DMC's rhymes, putting in my name and shit, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's how I started. So I didn't have any equipment, and so around 12 or 13, I started like saving up to get, I got a, a, like a shitty used four track. That's that like hella like, fast, bro. Like 12 or 13. Let me think about what I was doing at 12 or 13. I definitely was masturbating. Yeah. That was happening. I was doing that as well pretty vigorously. Okay, that, yeah. I was collecting comic books. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, it was 13 and 7th grade, collecting comic books. I was playing a whole lot of Street Fighter. Fatal, it was a good time Fatal, for Street Fatal Fighter. Fatal Fury. Yeah. All two-dimensional fighters. Was, yeah. NBA, NBA Jams was, was in rotation. <clears throat> I definitely wasn't buying. Where the fuck did you buy a four-track from? A used four-track? Did you, like, open up the From a store. From, from a store? fucking pawn shop. From a pawn shop. Mm -hmm. So you're going... You know how seedy pawn shops are, bro? <laughs> yes. How close was your life <laughs> like to the movie Kids? Uh, <laughs> I, yo, I knew a lot of those really? people and kids. Yeah. They were a little bit... They were, like, a year younger than me. Yeah. I, I know some of them now. Like, it was I like That was, like, some... That was kids like a... That wasn't really my life. No, no. That's that just like... Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was your life, but you know... How like, close was it to the whackness? When I meet... When I meet fucking... When I, I know meet the guy who from, directed this. It's my little sister's friend. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. Good yeah. soundtrack. When I meet people that aren't from LA, they like always ask me like, so how close was your life to Boys in the Hood? Or, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like... And you're like, really just close. Just like that. Really Pretty close. Just like that. Yeah. We're hanging so what I imagine your life is like too. Yeah, you know? With more anime. Yeah, it's just it's just like that with more anime. Except actually, they just cut my character out of Boys in the Hood because they would make it less fucking you know watchable. But uh, you know that shit's yeah. Like, was kids like? Did you know kids that were like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's tight. It wasn't that crazy, honestly. No, it wasn't that crazy. Okay, yeah. I was really just wanted something. Well, to Harmony say right did now, Harmony so Terrain. No, no, I'm one? saying like yeah. it was actually relatively like yeah we knew you know motherfuckers were like that I mean you know yeah. in New York yeah for sure. What Harmony Corinne wrote it right? I don't fucking. I know. think he did. I, I guess so. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I don't a, know. I'm not a Harmony Corinne aficionado. Yeah, I don't really know much about that. Is that the guy who wrote Spring Breakers? There's something to be said about Spring Breakers. Like you could like. I heard it's all right. It's kind of the worst, but it's also kind of that's what one of the everyone best says. I've ever seen. <laughs> that's what everyone says. Yeah, hey, bro. People say they hate it when they watch it, and then they walk out of the theater and think about it for like two days straight. Like so. the, the like, I read a reviewer who called it "Guitar with Guns," and I was like, "Well, hmm. it's like, yeah." See, I'm just not that. I'm not smart enough to understand that reference. Yeah, I don't really get. What's a Godard? Yeah. It's like a French New Wave. I did tell a you French that I didn't graduate wave? high school, right? Yeah. The French New Wave, like the French, like like yeah. st like Sting in them, like New Wave, like of, that. Yeah, it was like prog. I'm rock, not sure that Sting no. is French New Wave, but yeah. No. I mean, but like Sting I'm not is new like wave, any kind of like real expert on it, but it was it was. I've seen a few movies come in the on, college Jeff. class. Oh, well, come I had on. this. I had an aesthetic. I had an shit. aesthetics with cinema class. <laughs> respect, respect. <laughs> yeah, respect. fucking liberal arts schools. What can you do? Um. Anyways, like what else did it talk about? Speaking of spring breakers, I always like lorded over my daughter that Vanessa Hudgens, like I have Vanessa Hudgens' phone number in my phone. I don't know how I got it, but it just it's there. What? And then my daughter, every time she's like watching like High School Musical, I'm like, you know, I, I have. How did number, you just right? accidentally get Vanessa? Hudgens? I have no fucking idea, bro. I just swear, swear to God, it was like I woke up after one low end, hungover, and Vanessa Hudgens' number was in my phone. You know, it's interesting because, yeah. like, the older that I get, the longer I'm around, the longer you start to recognize patterns in the way yeah. that these uh, the, these chicks are, like, um, just, like, 
you know, carried out and displayed to the world, and and it's a very formulaic thing, you know. And like mm. every every year or, or two, there's like a new one that they try and shove down your throat. Mm -hmm. They usually start at Disney, and then they come out and they have their own show, and it's cute and shit. And then they get sexual, yeah, they, you know, and they have to bring yeah. all the girls with the, you know, and it's just, and then they, and then all of a sudden they're on these huge corporate events, and they're and they're singing and shit, and it's like you can't kind of help but think like. Um, that there's a, a, a factory, you know there's what I mean? Factory? Like you think there's a factory? It's in the yeah, south. Yeah, there is. It's in yeah, the, I really yeah. do. I really do. I, I think music. that there's a factory. I think that it's in front of us. You know, I think, yeah. I, and it's disturbing to me because I swear to God, for the life of me, I can't find one thing that's interesting about Vanessa Hudgens. I have not seen it yet. Like, yeah. I don't think she's. Uh, I don't think she's beautiful. She's too young to be attractive to me, and she's, and 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 beyond that, like she's not. She doesn't seem smart or interesting or talented i just maybe i'm just a dick no, i think there is a factory i think like disney is the factory I mean, but then yeah. once they get that age to where they can't play a high school student any anymore then they get out there then they're like then they i've got to whore. compete with beyonce it's whore time be, kid yeah like i've got to compete with like like real People. Listen, Vanessa, it's phase two of your career. <laughs> whore time. You got two options. You got a gun back being like, see, do you want to go Britney or do you want to go Miley? You know, I don't fucking know. It, it's, 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 it's all the same shit, though. It's kind of amazing. And then you're supposed to sit there and pretend that you're interested in the sexual yeah. development of some yeah. twit who grew up, you know, in a showbiz family. Like, yeah. oh, dazzle me with your, tri with your trials and tribulations. Oh, you've got haters, of course. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's tough. That's tough. You should write a thousand songs about it, and let, you know, or or better yet, get someone else to write it. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. That part right there. And then the you, new and one is Ariana Grande. And uh, oh, I'm not see. I'm not up on it. I got the app, but I didn't update it yet. <laughs> I have the app. They're called Kids. Yeah, and they kind of just put me up on the, everything. The, the 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 dumb famous horror app is that what it is? It's, uh, <laughs> it's right now. It's just called the Ariana Grande app. Yeah, but uh, you I know, felt like the last one had some glitches. Uh, yeah, it it it, it later it had a meltdown. But then you know this one. I'm, mm. I I really hope they don't have meltdowns. You know, just for the sake of my daughters because. Mm. You know, no, your daughters they'll are have screwed. Yeah. <laughs> if history has shown us, they'll have meltdowns. You know, I just, I just really hope like this one turns out all right. You know, yeah. I hope this one. Which like, one is that? Ariana Grande. I hope she goes. <laughs> Give it on up, man. To, like, <laughs> fucking up. To like do something. That's not good. part of the program, man. That's Seriously. not part no, of the program. No, man, this is fucked up, bro. That's not how it works. Once you like, get if I had four. sons, I'd be like, let her get naked later on. Yeah, you know, it's you know, cool. But it's not how it works. At least for like. At least this one, because she's not really that cute anyway. She's just kind of funny. Well, you know? I just look forward to her song about how it's her life and no one can tell her what to do. Because <laughs> I just be feel yourself. like, yeah, just be yourself. And if I want to dance all night and do drugs <laughs> and fuck, then I will. And it's, you know, I just think it's something that's powerful and needs to be said that's to a children. That, that's a song that happens every two years. You're right. Yeah. Or every other year. Yeah. I might write one. Yeah. I might try to sell sell It's my life. life. You know, whatever. Yeah. Just start with that. Work Put it, work your way. Yeah, yeah. Work your Party way out. Pills. Party is good. Twerk. You can throw twerk in now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? If you can I, think of a clever model I don't care what you it. say. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, you know, just... I'm not under arrest. Boiler play. <laughs> yeah. boiler, no. boiler, I can't be arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you know, just boilerplate, uh, you know, struggle shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's weird. That's just, you know, what is it about, like, what is it about society that, we, that we've that decided that young people's ideas are the most interesting? Where it's like... Yeah, that's the whoa. I, I totally... You know, like... Whoa, like you seen yeah. that Louis C.K. episode? Or, no, it was just some stand-up when he was just like, you're fucking 22, you have nothing to offer nah. the world. 
just shut the fuck oh, up. Yeah. Something well, he's, like but, that. But, you know, and I don't necessarily think that's true. Because but, they have the most buying power because but, they you know, spend money on At the shit. very least, mm. if, if we're listening to, to, to what you think, it would be cool if it was actually what you think and mm, not yeah. what someone else thinks you would think. Mm. You know what I mean? Or would be set, what would sell. Like, hey, how about this? How about you thinking this? Mm-hmm. You know, like I've joked about it before, but I, I like I, I always want to be like a fly on the wall when I when when like they get time for when the writers bring like someone you know when the writers bring like Miley Cyrus like her emotional song you know what I mean like <laughs> yeah this one's really powerful you know like yeah, yeah. this one this one comes from your heart yeah. you know? but do you want to participate or just be on the side no I just want to understand I just want to see if it's like how I suspect it is you know I imagine I mean? they have like a conference before right. like like a, like a long conference it's a, but it's like a therapist she's session. like the last person to be involved you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. like they uh, call in people and shit you know we think it's time they have for the Miley producer to... first like some like we have Mike Will yeah we think it's time for Miley to say something really powerful about how how she feels. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did you cool. hear her rap song? She had a rap song. It was uh. Did you hear I didn't, it? I didn't hear that. Yeah, it was uh. No. She sounded like Krayshawn, like almost mm. exactly like Krayshawn, which mm. was just kind of eerie. Mm-hmm. But like you know, a baby stole Krayshawn's career. <laughs> she kind of yeah. swag, yeah. No, a baby. Like she had a baby. Now there's no more Krayshawn. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's real. Mm. Humanity. That's Humanity is so much less. Think twice. Think twice. Pull out. Yeah. Pull out. Yeah. Um, fuck. What was I going to say? I forgot what the fuck I was talking about. Keep talking, man. You're a fucking terrible host, man. What's going on here? <laughs> this, we don't get paid for this. If, like, if we got paid for this shit, there'd be some really professional guy. We need like, we need, like a respect, producer respect. giving us songs is what yeah. we need. Right, right, right. Make a list. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. The first off, questions to ask LP. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. When did Run the Jewels start? I uh, was gonna ask actually. Did you because your dad was a jazz jazz piano player? Did you play instruments when you were growing up? I tried. Mm-hmm. I tried. I mean, you know, I played piano for years, sort of mm-hmm. begrudgingly. Tried. Everyone. Hates you know, it. I, I like mean? High Water a lot. Um, I think that was thank a very you. good. Appreciate that. Yeah. That's that's that's. I would say probably the weirdest record in my catalog. Yeah, it's man. really good. It's but, a jazz. Um, if you didn't hear it, like you know, because that, that that's one of our notes that we had from producers when we had producers was no you're very esoteric and nobody knows what the fuck you're talking about. Right. So right. High Water was a jazz. You did it with your dad plays keys on it too, right? I tricked my father into actually mostly into singing on it. Really? Uh, my father's got a great voice, and he um, he. Uh, How'd you trick him though? Well, I did. I mean, I literally tricked him because I, I said, "Look, Dad, I'm doing this record. I really don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Mm. I'm gonna get these guys in a room, and I'm gonna try and just inspire them to do things. And I'm gonna take it back and I'm gonna re-edit it." And, but I said, "You know, I want, I want that because I'm. I was working with these, um, you know, free jazz artists essentially, and mm. these guys are kind of like anarchists." They have a they have a philosophy behind the shit. There's a reason. Good, fuck it up. Where is it? Was this Matthew Shipp and William Parker? Yeah, Matthew Shipp and William Parker. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, th- their whole thing is like they're kind of anti-structure in a sense. Like they they want they want the feeling to happen, and they want they and they're actually almost political about it to to a degree, and which is something that I didn't really even realize. But I did at least know enough to be like, what would happen if I asked them to play a standard? Yeah. So. That was my evil plan was to get them to put because you know in the situation where you're like that I, in, a, in, a, in getting thrown into a room with a bunch of musicians that are used to playing together, they're even in their anarchy 
they're used to playing they're used to their anarchy having a certain sequence of events like yeah, yeah. it's not really anarchy a lot of times a lot of times it's it's not really random it's kind of like at least the timing of it like they all know it's a kind of amazing to watch you got a, you got a room full of um, people with no script sort of all standing up at the same time and like like you you they'll be yeah. playing and building and building and building and then they'll all stand up at the same time as though they had discussed it yeah. and start playing like a this crescendo it's just because they know how to play with each other and they've been playing for years and there's a feeling to it so i i had the idea of trying to do a standard with them which was you know um to kind of take them out of their normal routine a little bit and um and also to just because I was like, well, I need some structure, you know, mm -hmm. here. So let me try this angle for this one song. So I got my father to, so I said to my dad, um, send me some songs that you like, sing some songs and send them to me so I can hear what they sound like and what you would suggest would be a good a good thing to, to play these guys. And he sent a couple and I chose the one that was just, I mean, you know, my father's singing about how he regrets, you know, regrets losing touch and, and you know with people and just this incredibly sad song for me was pretty powerful because i really didn't grow up with my dad you know mm -hmm. he wasn't around um, was, he, was he in new york or was he out of town or he was... left new york um he left new york when i was young and okay. um and um so really when i was like six so mm -hmm. i didn't see him really that much in my life um and we were always cool mm -hmm. but it was never you know um so I so I had him sing this thing, and then I and then I had them and it's, and send me sheet music, mm -hmm. and I had them play the sheet music, and they grumbled about it, and they were like, oh, they, they and that's when I realized because they hadn't played sheet music in like thirty years, you know what I mean? They were like, <laughs> she was like, what the fuck is this? But they knew how to do that These shit. Nope, they were amazing, dude. amazing musicians. And, okay. Um, so I had them do that, and then I just chopped it up, and I chopped my dad's vocals up, and kind of just made it all fit. As oh, best from as like me. the tape he sent you, or mm -hmm. from, the, wow, from the cassette tight. tape that he the sent me. The cassette tape, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Tight. cool. Mm -hmm. I was gonna ask, was that kind of how you did it with, or how did you do it with All Sleep When You're Dead? Because that was I always remember, like I think you know people were talking about it before, and they're like, oh, it has all these like it was like Trent Reznor was on it, right, and like Tune Day was on it. But it was I was thinking Mars Volta really, and Trent, and yeah. Tune but like you would mm -hmm. could listen to it and never know because they're kind of vocals or I always thought that yeah. was like was that kind of where you got that idea from or had you thought about that earlier no 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 I mean I mean all of those things happen in the studio like uh, um, oh, okay. like Cat, um, Cat Power was on it right yeah, yeah Cat Power and yeah I mean that all happened in the studio um, that was a different thing um, that's crazy I did I did ch the, 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 the the Mars Volta thing I took a lot of liberties with mm -hmm. like they 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 sang and played guitar and sent it to me and I and I definitely chopped it the fuck up um and then the Reznor thing was crazy because he he had had me do a remix for a Nine Inch Nails record mm -hmm. and um and then I was like hey man would you <laughs> would you be down to you know I know you paid me but mm -hmm. I can't pay you would you be down <laughs> to be on this record you know and and to my surprise he was he was he was totally down and he was really like cool about it and told him the concept and kind of told him I wrote it and I kind of wrote the words and I said well this is what I'm thinking but do what you do what you hear and he sent me back you know for the most part I usually like recording in the studio with somebody but sometimes you can you know when it's Trent Reznor you take you know however it's delivered you take it mm -hmm. um, and he sent me back like just he had worked like the dude is an animal he's a workaholic like yeah. he just sent me back like 
hundreds of like it was wow. almost like we had like 10 different takes of everything Crazy. all the different parts and everything and he played guitar on it and like you know so it was it was it was pretty amazing well, I'm on the topic of that. I was always going to ask about uh, Poisonville Kids. Mm. That was one of my, like, w was there, like, a story behind that song? Like, yeah, yeah, you know? I mean, I don't like to do literal translations yeah, totally. too much, you know? I'm not... Um, yeah, I just felt like I... I but yes. Because, like, I felt like, I feel like a lot of people, like, have had that feeling where, like, the world's, like, feel like the world's going to end. It's, like, 7 o'clock in the morning. You're up, you're smoking yeah. a cigarette. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, just, yeah. like, yeah, like, stores are opening up. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And that was, that was the scene, and... and and it was, it was, you know, I think that that song was uh, about kind of being just like, it was sort of, uh, it was based on a few different things, yeah. based on a few different experiences that I had, not only with myself and my own behavior, mm -hmm. but also with other people that I cared about that were, you know, everyone has that friend who kind of thinks... Um, that their self-destruction is like this noble, tragic thing that someone's gonna write about someday. When in reality, it's like, like nah, no, man, you're just another dope. You're thing. just a fucking <laughs> asshole, you know. Yeah. And 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 it's and your arrogance is what allows you to 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 romanticize this, you know. And you and mostly it's because you're not thinking about how it affects the people around you. And it's, yeah. and that was kind of the song, but it wasn't. It was it was me too, you know. Yeah. I had I, I I I'm crazy. And I and when I and throughout the years when I've gotten in a bad place or stressed the fuck out, I, I wow the fuck out, and I've yeah. had a lot of, and I've never gone so far as to have legitimate. You ever thought issues, about getting a dog or something like that to help? You have a cat, right? Yeah. Right now. To help with what? I don't know. You just get a dog, man. They're, they're Does a dog me. get fucking drunk? <laughs> <laughs> Some do. <laughs> you can get the dog uh, drunk. Good you just can't tell people that you do that. But <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. Yeah. I don't want a dog. But thank you. I'll, I'll consider it in the future. Simple um, solutions. That's yeah, what I'm yeah. all about. <laughs> um, I think that that would be an amazing solution if that were the case. If, mm -hmm. if it was all as simple as buying a dog. Yeah. But 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 I think mostly what it is is the fact that you. You know, you either like have the tendency to lean towards insanity um, or not. I think to some degree people have it in different measures. I happen to have a healthy dose of of of, of that of like bad instinct, um, and I fight it. And and you know that was part, kind of what that song was about. It was uh, so you know. Um, you think uh, ch channeling it into the music kind of like helps, or you think it's just like something that. Like it, it just goes into the music anyway, but you know. No, it it's it it, it is the only thing that helps. It is absolutely mm -hmm. the thing that helps. And mm -hmm. quite honestly, you know, yeah, man. I mean, if I didn't come on, man. If I didn't have, if I didn't have some way to like, you listen to my records. That's not a happy guy, <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. You're not listening to a sane man mm -hmm. on those records. And the reason why I can be sane and, and I can be happy is because I can be that guy on that record. Because that's just this voice. And it's really powerful, yeah, um, but it's it's you can't live, you know, you can't you can't exist like that, you know. And I hate to be corny, you know, about it because everyone's, you know, but like you know, the art art is a therapeutic thing, and it's an expression that that like, you know, for people like me, like I have to have that. I don't or I don't have anything else that I know how to use. I figured out early how to use it in a way to kind of like to 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 let off some of that negative shit. Mm -hmm. um, my phone is just it's all right. constant. It's, it feels good on my nipples. That's, that's, that's um, business, though. It just yeah. shows that your people love you or want um, things from you. 
One of those two. Things. <laughs> You're gonna produce a Disney, yeah. a Disney song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. You want to produce Miley Cyrus's <laughs> tragic life? Wait, Miley post, heard what you said. Post post upset. Upset. I liked what you did. Well, you did. He he remixed Justin Bieber once. I did. <laughs> yeah, it was, that was tight. It was a though. dare, though, right? That's that's tight. It me, was. It was a dare. Yeah. <laughs> me and my daughters met halfway on that song. We were like, the, you like yeah. Bieber? I like LP. <laughs> then, you know, throwing a little too short at the end just for you know, exactly. just to have it. You know, I'm just tr- I'm trying to bring the kids into the world the right way. Yeah, exactly. A little, 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 little dirty, a little painful. You know, yeah. it's not pretend, kids. Justin Bieber, are you a Justin Bieber fan or is it? Oh, am I? Yeah. Who isn't? I just like his tattoos. He has yeah. tattoos. No, does he ever? Really? Yeah. No, he's like he now he kind of looks like Vanilla Ice now in Cool as Ice. Mm. Like, he's, he's really kind of rocking, kind of like the high mm-hmm. top fade, mm-hmm. kind of like the, mm-hmm. you know, white How can I find suit? the newest Justin Bieber picture so I can prove that he has tattoos? Because he's got lots that's of tattoos. That's a big jump. <laughs> I thought you were the guy who's all about the Disney stars. I mean... Just Ariana Grande. Well, Low-key, low low key Bieber is out of style for, for the girls. Oh, man. really? Yeah, he's, he's out of style. They're not fucking with they, mm. Like, I feel like once, Damn. like... Yeah. Shit, man. Yeah, because the cycle they they keep pumping new ones out, you know. There's like the like the new Scottish sounding uh, guy from uh, One Direction. Well, like like aren't the the Jonas Brothers probably? They're probably like no, they don't exist. Yeah, they're probably like they don't exist. No, when their contract is up, they just they just just disappear. They end up working at (laughs) they crawl out of their hole like ten years later, (laughs) try and dance and shit. It's just Mm -hmm, yeah, you know. We're all sitting there, you know, with uh, on the edge of our seat, so, waiting to see how these people turn out. Yeah. <laughs> in the late '90s, when you guys were doing the raucous stuff, were you just with the boy band thing? How, how did you feel about that at the time? What boy? band I remember thing? when boy bands in the late '90s. I hated boy bands, like in the boy band. Did you? There's no fucking man who liked but, the boy but, band. But, but now that you're mature, you like them. What the fuck are you talking? About? I adore <laughs> boy bands. No, are you kidding? But I've changed. I've grown. I've grown. Now, I've I, now the I'm into degrees. Them. The softer catalog has some moments. Yeah. I mean, the only boy band that I got tricked into, bro, was fucking, uh, <laughs> motherfucking, uh, Bill Bib, whatever. Oh, I like Bill Bib DeVoe wasn't a boy band. Not that Bill, was a man band. They he was talking about New Edition. <laughs> they new Edition. Bomb Squad production. Yeah, I grew up on New Edition. Exactly. I fucked yeah. with New Edition. Yeah, new Edition was cool. But, and Bill Bib DeVoe was the greatest possible thing that could yeah. ever come out of a boy band, ever. Yeah. 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 Bill Bib DeVoe was my shit. I mean, shit. Poison was a Bomb Squad beat. Poison yeah, was man. a Bomb Squad beat? That whole fucking record was Teddy Riley and the Bomb Squad. I didn't even know that, yeah. Did you follow Teddy Riley on Instagram, bro? Well, what was it, Teddy Riley? It was definitely Bomb Squad. They did a lot of shit. I I follow Teddy Riley on Instagram, and it's just him flossing in a very old man kind of way. It's kind of (laughs) tight. He's like, here's my gold toilet. Here's me next to Shaq. Here's me next to a Porsche. It's amazing. Sometimes standing next to something can be powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I could also have an entire podcast about early 90s Bobby Brown. (laughs) That was... Dude, there's no part of there's no era of Bobby Brown that isn't amazing. But for me, the special the sweet spot was the Ghostbusters cameo. Yeah. That one, totally. yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. So I guess <laughs> we're gonna have to take that control. That was pretty amazing. Also, he, and he was in the fucking Ghostbusters. Yeah, he was suit. in the he was in a he was in yeah. the movie too. Yeah, I didn't remember him in the movie. He's in uh, the fucking movie. Yeah. God damn it, man! He man. he's the hotel like concierge guy, or like holding open the door for the Ghostbusters. Oh, that's racist. Whose little that's brother? Racist. That's racist. Whose little brother really wants a proton pack? Really? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Whatever. I Another random that. questions. Delo- now that we're on '80s movies, because I talk about Back to the Future every episode. We plan all this shit, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah very planned. This yeah. is yeah. Delorean. <laughs> you were back. You, were you guys back? To, huge Back to the Future aficionados as well. 
I mean, you know, yeah, red blooded American. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, I'm still pissed off that the uh, hoverboard didn't come out. I get mad about that's going on the recording, by the way. Yeah, I get mad about all kind of shit that's not here. We're, t- we're in 2014 already. Yeah, like I feel like the cops should have like laser guns and make you shit yourself. Yeah, you know. I really well, see. See, I'm not worried about the weaponry. I think that they kind of are working on that. Like, they're, they're, that's fine. Yeah, they're gonna. Don't worry. Yeah. The, the the military is chilling. They're like, they're, they're, their shit, technology yeah. is right up to snuff. Like, you know, and we'll you know, be yeah. we'll be figuring that out in a couple of years. What's pretty but. frightening about Back to the Future too was he uh, like Griff, or you know, the villain had the bats that you could just press a button and turn into a baseball bat. Mm. Pretty close to that. What like mm. it was police like officers? A, like, like lightsaber? It was like it was it was somewhere between a lightsaber. A Saber and like a police baton. It was really well. You know crazy. they have those, right? This is like the I don't know what the fuck they're called. Tonfas or ton ton something. You press a little button and then it's just like this kind of hard lead pipe thing that you can just take somebody's kneecap out with. Yeah, but once they make that shit a laser, though, that you know what I mean? Crazy. When I was a kid, I used to. Um, God, I wanted a laser gun. <laughs> yeah, I really wanted a laser gun. So much. Yeah, yeah. But then I used to sit there and I used to think about it, and I'd be like, "What stops the laser? Like, doesn't it want to like just go through? It'll just go the through Earth. the universe. It'll just keep going." Yeah, man. That's something, not your problem though, because you have the laser gun. <laughs> you have it. All right, now real t- real question now. Real, real talk. Real <laughs> talk. Real question. I'm sorry. The list is over. Uh, well, I was gonna say. How did you end up going from that one? You guys, you juvenile. Did you, then you put out an EP. You guys were doing Stretch Armstrong and Bobito a lot. Yeah, I mean, too. Stretch and Bob picked up on the um, on that song. They were the first people mm-hmm. in New York really to play it. No, there was a couple others, but they picked up on that from Jump. And um, actually, it was it was our dudes. It was actually uh, I think Elder Sensei from Artifacts who gave it to Bobito because mm-hmm. um, he was him and Tame were in Jersey and so was Mr. Len mm-hmm. so they were basically they were friends they were cool and so I think El and Tame were the ones that put Stretch and Bob up on Company Flow and on that record and from there um, we just kind of worked on music I mean we had that song and then it was you know we would just they would just play songs as we made them you know off of cassette tapes basically like that's tight and we didn't, didn't have, have anything to like out. package it for radio and like send nah, it Bob, Stretch and Bob kind of became the dudes that had the exclusive company flow shit and, and right. so every whenever we would get a new song essentially we'd give it to them so it'd be like corners and then it'd be like you know definitive and just like the older song company flow songs and um but then bet- between 93 and 96, we were working, me and Jess were working at, uh, together, working at uh, the Tower Mail Order Department, mm. Tower Records Mail Order Department. Which what was, the fuck is a Tower Records, cuz? All right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's an ancient, <laughs> <clears throat> mythical place where they, people used to gather and uh, nah, sacrifice, sacrifice money. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so we were basically just working there, and and every, and we get money, and we just go into the studio, and we make jams, and it ended up that it, it's it ended up that we just we were just gonna put a twelve inch out. We were like, we'll put a twelve inch out, and then we'll shop it, and we'll get a you know a record deal. That was the way you thought back then. Mm-hmm. Then we started. That's how I still think. Yeah, trying to get some vinyl press right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Need to get a record deal. And then we started crunching the numbers, and we were like, well, we could put more songs on you know on this piece of vinyl and and then it was like we could put eight songs on this shit you know and mm-hmm. then we could you know and it just ended up being that we were like 
fuck it, let's just put this shit out. We found someone who was going to press it up, uh, just a distributor who was down, because who, at that point, Kofo had a little bit of a name from, you know, from... Um, so when we did the when we did the EP, that, that just kind of set everything off. But in between those years, it was just us just recording and trying to find our sound and, you know. Yeah. It's kind of interesting to think that, like, back then, like, how, like, much, like, one radio show, like, it was, like, Graveyard Hour, right? It was, like... Yeah, uh, it was 1 to 4. Yeah, on Sunday nights, right? Or tw- it was a 12 to 4? I think it's 1 to 4. That's yeah. A, yeah uh, Thursdays. On Thursdays. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. As a rapidy rap dude... When I was Those young, tapes are incredible. Have you forgotten? All, every fucking freestyle that's on there, I used yeah. to listen to them, like back and forth, like like uh, like um, just insanely incensed. Like, oh my god, how did that person say that? And yeah. like, I used to just like just take that shit apart. That and the wake up show. Those two things were yeah, like yeah. the only things happening in the U.S. that I really gave a fuck about. And those two things were kind of, I think, kind of started the whole. A huge portion of the of the of the rap scene, you know what I mean? Like mm. those those guys were both res- those those two shows were both responsible for a lot of people's careers. Mm-hmm. You know? But Stretch and Bob, and even the Wake Up Show, man, we went up to the Wake Up Show in like ninety seven, ninety six. Sway been giving us love forever. So, yeah, yeah. but um, it's amazing when you think about it. When you're like, oh man, that's it was literally word of mouth. You know, one day we showed up to we we hadn't even done that many shows, and one day there was no fucking internet. Literally, so what it was just fuck? it wasn't there. What the fuck? I mean, if it was there, it wasn't something that <laughs> anyone pro- would ever. There was CompuServe. If you want to, if like an MP3 would have taken like an hour to download on the internet, you know. Um, so, but it was all word of mouth. So it was like, you know, that's how powerful. One, one day we just showed up to one of our shows, and there was a line around the fucking block, and we were like. Wow. <laughs> then you're like, this promoter ripped me off. <laughs> we were like, who else is playing? You know, we didn't even understand. Like, we didn't know yeah. how quickly. Yo, I have to go to the bathroom. Is there a bathroom up here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. I don't really want to just piss in front of you. So I'm going to no, 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 so we'll play a song. We'll take a break. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I could. Who else is going to do it, man? Come on. I brought that genuine shit in 96. Before you knew the underground or independent exists. I watched the whole scene straight jump on a dick. After stepping a KCR lit and flexing my shit. No gun talk, no gimmicks, just rounds of raw dog. Dirty, dusty, intelligent wit. And word murdering. The hardcore poetic is formed without burglary. Potent and shook the shit out of rappers who just learned of me. Every time I prescribe a new pill, revolution. Quickly to find a standard for indie rap distribution. Arrogant, unafraid, should develop right in the train, thinking of brain fuck. Bad touch example that soon became boss. And everybody sprung, wondering where I came from. Screaming out independent as fuck with an insane tongue. With an indelible squad of design monsters. Innovating styles that made biters look like imposters. So we scripted an album and signed a rockers. Selling a hundred thousand without a radio chart hit. Posture Sonics taking the world hostage. Classic hip hop bomb is dirty with style progress. Now I come from the 80s juvenile Brooklyn. Cats Give me like that subway pass, kid. Good looking. Now someone else taking a ride with what's mine. So I had to develop styles with a death device hooked in. So when I found in the basements, I had eight sentences waiting, ready for the four you had laced in. And I was taught to be patient. Why? Everyone would say shit up just to get famous So when I finally blew up, I remained sick Earning respect in ghettos and birds for word placement Back when the independent scene remained faceless We were the only crew who promised your ass we'd take it Mold it, shape it, living outside the matrix Hold it, make it, more than miniature major labels 
hold it sacred, living it for the culture. I told you plainly, protected it from the vultures. That's why I always get respect from true soldiers. A lot of the critics claiming every year hip hop's over. Fuck you, hip hop just started. It's funny how the most nostalgic cats are the ones who were never part of it. But true veterans will give that to those who started it. They humbly move the fuck on and come with that new retarded shit. New slang, new thought, new sound, new heart, new thought, you hang, you clown, you don't, you drown. I want you dumbing down, I'm dumbing out with these rounds. I'm alive, motherfucker, plus I'm gunning for clowns. You're a mom, motherfucker, don't be coming for pounds. Break out of that invisible box, you're not down. My favorite ones are the ones who started out young rap about comic books, spaceships, and Obaquan one. And even though they were soft, they had fun, but they couldn't break out the frame of the town they came from. Some of these fucking used to send me the devils, keeping their puppet styles in the company flow kennels. But since they had no identity from the start, they started to resent the scene when they couldn't become a part. They've been failing for years and call themselves vets. That bold motherfucker, you're not a vet, you're just old. I slapped the shit out you to continue my nerve out. Making this money fist over fist. Fuck what you heard. Fucking cats talk about who back go to ages, pat themselves on the back for making that new outdated shit. But I've been putting out vinyl since 93 and never look back once at y'all trying to chase me. You don't innovate because you can't innovate. It's not a choice. Despite what you might tell your boys, keep your identity crisis under the table. I always knew who I was, and I'll always be more famous. That's the one right there. And jugs blow up, and all the fucking Where's my voice? All right. So while you were pissing, basically what he brought up. Um, no, we don't have to talk about this. Gonna I'm going to talk about it right now. talk about it right now. Basically, this is a, I'm going to say exactly what he said. He right, said, cool. have you heard the Drake verse on the future yeah. shit remix talking yeah. about Kendrick, right? <laughs> and I had this conversation with Bus last time. Like, and now, like, it's a week later, and I finally got my fucking ideas right, right? <laughs> so fucking rap beef, to me, these days, is so light. Yeah, it's, it's, so, light. it's so light. And I just remember... I don't even remember who was beefing or why, but I remember that Young Buck stabbed a dude at an award show. Mm. Do you remember this? This happened. Yes, I do. That really happened. Yeah. There were lots of award show conferences. Like, I, 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 would, I did an interview about, uh, to one of the old That's guys. That's not from, the, I mean, you know, there are yeah, there's many award more shows. violent there's examples. There's more violent things, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, like the you know, music there hasn't been this many words that get thrown in fucking tweets and fucking like things, but like there's absolutely no fucking uh, repercussions well, to saying anything at all nothing, these not days. Not for nothing, but isn't that good? Yes. Yeah. I'm well, talking about rap somebody, music. I'm talking okay, about yeah. on record. Sh- I mean, come on, let's be realistic yeah. here. Do we really want you know, like you know, sure, great, make but records. No, okay, Everybody okay, diss okay, each other. Yeah. whatever. You know, but like, no one. Okay, they, they still do. diss each other, but they just don't say their names. They it's like a fucking name. snooty, snazzy kind of like. Did you? Well, I was gonna ask you. You know, you've had. A few share for disses. Sure. Yeah. Um, we're famous. You never said anyone's name. What, what did you think of... Uh, or I guess you did probably say their name. No, I didn't. No, you didn't, right? Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Which was uh, it was one of my favorite songs. Thank you. Who's that dissing? I'm... I, you, you can never tell because like you know it was that was kind of what was cool before like the internet became right. like the whole thing like you're like you had to just and that, that w- there was something cool about it now it's like everyone kind of it's so... I feel like that's like it's it wasn't like it was like a subliminal 
the song was like a concept diss versus like but it was funny like was the thing too like what it was you know it didn't take itself seriously which is what made it effective but if you like have a song about love and then like in one line you're just like yeah but fuck that dude and then you go back to yeah, it I agree. like I want more single minded focus I'll be honest with you man I I, uh, I, I I could try I could search my soul but I'm almost positive wait I don't care at all. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I don't care at all. There's not really anything that anyone can do, like in that world, yeah. in terms of just other people going at each other, or whatever. That are that's gonna mean more to me than maybe just a listen, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but at this point in my life, um, I I can't really be bothered. Like I'm, I'm oh. it's me and the music mm -hmm. at this point. Yeah. And 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 I think that those. Those those things like you'll never hear me diss anybody, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, specifically or go after anybody. Mm. The same way you don't see me taking out my my uh, passive aggressive frustrations on Twitter and shit. You know what I mean? Like it's just not me. I'm not that dude at this point. Got bigger fish to fry, and you know, conceptually, and uh, that's just where I'm at. I don't really give a shit about everybody's. You know, it's funny to watch sometimes. Uh, you know, it's it's just, but it's just kind of like. For me, it's just annoying. It's just like, it's like rap beef. I would like rap beef blue balls though. You if, know, if people are gonna that's write a, good. Like some people, like there's there's always been the group of people who like I'm never gonna diss that guy. Like fucking Biggie. Like I'm never gonna diss that guy. You know who? Tupac. You know, like he never really went after him. You know, but they're good songs. Is the point, like well, making yeah. music. That's. Uh, but you know, there's got to be some balance there. There's got to be like, there has to be the. If there's, like, jabbing and conflict going on over here, I just wish that it would just finish because it just seems like it's yeah. never going to end if there isn't, like, somebody that says... There's no winner or loser. It's just this thing that keeps on popping up just for the sake of fucking... Uh, uh, just for the sake of controversy. Yeah. It almost seems like this reoccurring, like a fucking canker sore that just pops up when everybody gets fucking bored. You know what I'm saying? There's a yeah. yeah, that's all. Yeah, I feel you. I mean, there's a lot of ways to look at the whole thing. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is this... It, that's how it is, man. That's that's how it always was in, in on some on some rapper shit. That's how it always was. Mm. That's just part of. Well, you're that, just not that, gonna that, like everybody. Part gonna... of it, but or, but even them. I mean, even not even like it doesn't even have. It's just like, it's a it's a it's a it's a to some degree one aspect has always been a gladiator sport. And it's always been about style and always been about like you know one upmanship to some degree one aspect of it. And uh, so I mean. But like I said, at this point, at this point in my life, I'm not. I, I don't really. It doesn't do anything for me. I'm not really that interested in it. You know, I don't. Uh, I, the same reason I don't get riled up when someone comes to my city and says that you know, something weird or whatever. Like you know, because yeah. it, it's not. You know, for me, it's just like. To me, I just look at it like. I just look at it like, you know, um, that's something that that person is doing. I have, there's nothing to do with what my mission is. And yeah. my mission is like me and this fucking piece of music. Mm -hmm. And that's how I am. That's just how I am. I'm just, you know, and I, and I think that, you know, it's a, I think that for me, it's the only way to be because <laughs> I can't, you know, I can't be, I can't be, I can't be bothered. Man. Do you okay. think it's like a function of just getting older and like kind of like getting wiser in like some way? Um, like, cause you know, like just not being angry about it anymore. Angry about what again? I don't know. Just like random. Like, don't you think like on? What some are level? we talking about? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't know. 
Do I think No, I was gonna say just on some level do you feel like rap like or music in general is sometimes always kind of a war of ideas. Like certain people are gonna have ways for mm-hmm. something should be like on some level, like all levels of creation I think. Well yeah, I mean look, you you don't lose the fire. You don't lose yeah. that you know I mean I think it's important that you don't become just like, hey, man, it's all good. You know, I, that's not how I am. You know, I'm not like that. But like I said, I think the battles have shifted. The yeah. things that I think about that are that the monsters in yeah. my mind are are, um, are, the, are larger and scarier than that at totally. this point. You know, mm-hmm. and so for the most part, that's what I focus on. We're on the jewel shit, though. We just talked. We talked a lot of shit because it was fun for us. You know, mm-hmm. in, in a way, it was just kind of like we can do this, mm-hmm. and like. You know, and and it was just a different type of approach that we could take, where we could just have, you know, make it make make that record for us. And um, so it's it's never lost in me, you know. Yeah. And I do believe that if you're going to engage in that shit, then you need to go for the kill, you mm-hmm. know. But you and know. So what I was trying to say is that no one's going for the fucking kill. It's a slap fight out there. The, your battle, this is your I battle rapper. <laughs> I feel that though. That's, that's a pretty good metaphor. That's, that's, that's a all. pretty good metaphor. Yeah, it's like Mortal Kombat. All right. Yeah. yeah Sounds yeah. like fucking calm. Um, yeah. All right. But we'll back to the either be above it completely or, or be fully or immersed. be fully about it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I feel that's that. all. I feel that. But I do. But but I don't. I don't personally crave. Um, to I don't personally desire to see bloodshed, um, in the real world. So, mm. No, no, no. Mean, no. And I just think it's a little fucked up, James, that <laughs> no, you're no, encouraging no. violence. <laughs> I'm not encouraging no, violence. No, I just, I don't understand I'm it because saying, you're supposed like, to be a cool dude, but it's like you I want never people to hurt each other, and that's that. weird to me. You know? I'm just saying that, like. Well, you have a kid, so there's I just a reason, think it would be there's better a reason if you were just thinking a little bit more about the rest of the world. <laughs> if you'd have goons on the payroll, right? If you have them, then fucking use them. That's all I'm saying. Otherwise, they're just fucking, they're like government workers. They're not doing anything. They're just collecting a check. You know what I'm saying? That's all. Yeah, I hear you, man. It's, it's a, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah, I mean, yeah. Sage advice. Yeah. Has it, when you, <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah. Real like, questions. Uh, all right. Real, real questions. questions. All right. Talk about running. Yeah. Real questions. Um, I was going to have you guys just talk about running an independent label. Oh, <laughs> God. Just, yeah. Fuck, I knew there was something I was supposed to add to that list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll talk about it, whatever. I feel like I'm you, uh, 10 years in the past, yet in the future. A <laughs> l- l- little bit less talented, but definitely, you know. Wow, that's, definitely, that's you know, debatable. You know. um, but, you know, because you're producing it. But, you know, I'm started, I've started a little label and a collective, and and uh, it's hard as fuck. Mm. It's, it's uh, mm. uh, it's you know, it's yeah, it's very complicated. So I just want to hear mm. what you got to say about running a label and everything. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, I I decided it wasn't really what I wanted to do anymore. But that, mm. but you know, I, I believed in it and, and was very, you know, for a long time. And, and you know, the way I look at it right now, and the way that I sort of part of the reason why I kind of was okay putting that whole project down was be, because, despite all the realistic stuff, which was which was that it was incredibly difficult to keep going, and it was uh, like on the razor's edge of collapse financially at all times. Basically, you know, it's just like it's such a hard grind. You make me cry. Don't say and, things like that. No, it's podcast. the truth. You need to re- recognize it. No, um, I'm just saying because I'm going through that shit. But continue. Yeah. 
and you're mm-hmm. always in that state. And so mm-hmm. what you find is that the only thing that keeps you going is your passion for the thing. The only mm-hmm. thing that keeps it going. It's like marriage, bro. It's it's very it's very hard, and, mm-hmm. and 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 especially if you start to feel the pressure of other people relying on you, and you put yourself in that position. It's for me, just it was like marriage. For, 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 <laughs> I, I wouldn't know, but for me, for me, it was something that I was very dedicated to and very passionate about for a long time. And then when, um. You know, when Camus died, some of the some of my energy got sucked. I don't. I'm not blaming it on that. I'm just saying there was a confluence of events. Mm-hmm. It was tough. It wasn't. It, it it was tough to keep going. My friend passed away. Mm-hmm. I wasn't in a good place. I wasn't feeling. Um, I wasn't enjoying it anymore. And I think that for me, the only thing that I like, I'm no good to anybody unless I'm like really there and mm-hmm. unless I'm like and you know. And that's something that I just had to recognize for myself. I was like, yo, I can't do this. Like, I can't, I'm not, I'm not able to do this. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, I don't want anybody to, to be relying on me for this right now because I can't, I, I'm no longer capable of providing that function. Um, and, uh, and beyond that, it's also, I'm, it's so difficult to keep going that, it, that if you don't have that just intense passion that like you're never gonna lose shit, then you then for me it was like once that sort of went once it was like well i can imagine a different type of existence where i'm just doing music and um i'm not involved in this other shit and that started to be really appealing to me and also it was like oh by the way we can't pay the rent this month you know mm-hmm. and it was like eventually i just got to the point where i just had to face the music and not only in the reality of the business but also in the reality of, of you said face the music right? where i was i know that's i did tight, that's, that's stupid um <laughs> uh i had to face the facts um but yeah but i you know but that being said i really think that i think that labels are important they can be important but often what it is is it's about a moment it's not necessarily about a perpetual thing. It doesn't have to be your future forever. But if you see something strong that you can put together and you can collectively put some, you know, make some moves, and and someone steps up in a leadership position, there's never you're never going to hear me diss that like that. Like I that I relate to that, and I respect that. And you're going to make mistakes, and you're going to take flack, and you're also going to not, and and you're also going to have amazing victories and amazing times, but. The thing to remember, I think, for anything that you're getting into, the one thing that I think I've discovered is that um, is that eventually you you have to remember constantly. You have to check yourself every once in a while and remember what it is that you were doing in the first place. You know, are you creating a label or just in your case, are you creating a label because you have music and you want to put it out and you think you can figure out a cool way to do it and you can and you can bring people up or are you or are you a record label guy and you know in other words like okay you create this label now all of a sudden one of the one of the scariest things that can happen to anybody who's starting an independent record label is the shit starts to blow up because now you got to hire more people now you got to do now you have a, a beast that needs to be fed now all of a sudden the label doesn't just exist to put the music that you already had out all of a sudden you got to make music because the label exists yeah and that is a tough place to be in sometimes, and not everybody, I think, can get past that. I personally got to the point where I was starting to feel, I was starting to see things where I was like, yo, we're, we're, we have to, what do you mean we have to put a record out this quarter? Like, I don't have a record that I feel passionately about this quarter, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that type of shit. That was one aspect of it where I started to be like, 
maybe that's not for me. Um, beyond that, if you gave me a million dollars right now, I wouldn't start a record label personally. What would you do with a million dollars right now? <laughs> uh, probably, right now. Good question. <laughs> I'd, I'd probably go to the strip club immediately. And I mean, that's why I fuck with you. you know what I mean? <laughs> it's either Sam's Hoff Bra or Dames and Games on a night like this. Dames and Games, I went there one time. It was not, a, there was not a, never a stripper to be had. My homie works at Dames But if you have a million dollars, they'll be there. They'll be there, yeah. yeah. Uh, they'll show, fucking shut show down with the pyramid. Rhino, Rhino, they'll bring them all in the fucking big white van. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got you, you know, excited. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. when I get my first mill, man, I'm calling you up. We're going to do it, man. Um, yeah, I mean, I say we should do that shit in a country that, you know, not in the States, though. Like, hmm, you know, like, because you want to commit crimes that are maybe, <laughs> huh? that are looked over in other countries? I don't want... I don't even know why you had to ask that question, bro. <laughs> like, I just, like, I, I just don't want, you know, to, like... I don't want one of them to be an underground hip hop fan. One of the strippers. That's all. Uh, I see. I see. Yeah, I got. A, there's a. There's a stripper. There's a stripper that. Uh, I don't know how the fuck this happened, but you know the whole like URL smack battle shit, y'all. That, that happened. Right, 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 right. So, so somehow like you know because of all the grind time shit like so I'm included in a group of these like these young alt black guys that are you know. Uh, mm in the east coast and all around the country that are like you know Balt I think is what they call them. Balt I don't know what the fuck that means but Balt yeah 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 uh, whatever but basically there's there's a group of guys and like this one stripper big huge King Magazine like chick that followed all of us on the same day and it's cause I stalk everybody that stalks me um <laughs> that's how I knew that and um you know like I would it would suck for me to and then I, I went to a strip club out here and some chick was like no can't do it it's like not really it's yeah cool it must, as it must be really tough man that sucks no it's not really yeah. like let's say I was <laughs> it's a long humble brag that sucks no, yeah, you know what I mean like yeah, let's man. say I was just trying Damn. to be low. What's wrong, man? What's wrong, you? man? Ah, uh, man, I went to the strip club the other night and one of the strippers recognized me because she thinks I'm famous. Nah, Damn. it's not that. But what if I wanted to Damn. go do some such shit, though? That's all. I'm saying, like, the freedom. I don't have the same freedom I have because of the internet. You might be in I mean, I, you know, my, my, realistically, my strip club days are over, but Killer Mike's are still full on. Killer He's Mike's from Atlanta, right, show, bro? Like, He's I from like Atlanta. That's the whole... Yeah. Yeah, man, like, the Atlanta culture is amazing. Like, that's like, like the beach for Strip us. club is, like, that's the bar, you know what I mean? Like, that's, yeah. you know, I respect it, but it's just it's not where I'm at in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you been to the Claremont Lounge? What's the Claremont Lounge? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. It was, a, it was a Bubba Sparks name dropped one where they just have the ugliest strippers in Atlanta, but amazing DJs. Yeah. There's a guy named Romeo Cologne that played, and judging by his name, you that know name he's... hard. I've seen it. I haven't been inside. Oh, yeah. Um, I would love to just like you know go to one of those places and eat a full meal, and like you know then get like a table dance but they, on the same table. They, that that's like a very yeah like, they yeah. have like great steakhouses you know like yeah. it's a different culture in New York it's just excuse me we're not editing none of this shit bro uh, <laughs> we don't edit none of this yo what up we can put it on speaker <laughs> yeah we're still oh, doing an yeah. interview. Hopefully, hopefully yeah, uh, I don't know how much longer. I mean, you know, maybe five ten, five ten, something like that. No doubt, no doubt. All right, man, thank you. <clears throat> you know what, let me do this. Anyway, yeah, you know, but the indie label, the grind is is very real. But I mean, you know, the best thing that you can do is be is is be involved with great artists and put a great record out. You know, 
and and that's that's really the pinnacle of of that experience you know to me and that's the thing that i that that i look back on and i'm the most proud of and then I, and that i'm like really when it boils down to it that's what i wanted and um there's never a, you know there's nothing ever wrong with that um pursuit mm-hmm. you know i respect it very much what was um, the thing that made you want i know it's like a long question but um Feel free to condense. Uh, but what made you? What was the? Was there like a moment that made you want to start Def Jax? Was it just getting soured with Rockus and like? Well, you know, we actually had started our own record label before we before Rockus. Okay. Um, we had what we call it was we, the first company full stuff came out on official records, official recordings, which was actually what our record label, me and Justice's record label. It's very like plain straightforward suit and tie like official. Were you trying to trick people and make you guys think make people think that you're like we're official? Like, uh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, like term paper in a plastic, clear plastic. It, it, you're lucky it wasn't called Real Records, which was originally what it was going to be. And then Real I was like, that sounds kind of corny. That's <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, it was official recordings. And um, and so then we did the Raucous thing. We didn't really expect to do a deal with anybody, but we, we did the deal with Raucous. And then when that was kind of losing steam for me and when I, was, when I had my eye on the door, I was like... That's when I started to, you know, dis- that's when I started to think about starting my own label. Um, it was that easy. I mean, it was mostly because at the time, you know, first of all, when you're when you're 24, uh, you're pretty sure you know more than anybody that you've ever met. You know, mm-hmm. um, at this point in my life, I've adjusted my <laughs> perspective a little bit but uh, at that point I was like fuck this shit I can do this shit better than these motherfuckers and yeah. that's what I thought and um, and so I wanted to and I had you know I wanted to not deal with anybody that didn't you know that wasn't you know, I didn't want to fight with anybody I didn't want to fight for my for my vision with anybody I just wanted to put records out that I wanted to put out and I wanted to be in charge and and that was how it was and so that's kind of what we stepped into and you know because of the company success of company flow we could you know get like a distribution deal or whatever and that's how it started did it feel does it feel pretty validating now that Def Jokes been over for like like four years now like three four since years? 2000 10 late 2009 yeah. it's like I mean seeing like rappers like you know Danny Brown like come up and kind of shout it out as like one of the formative things that they were listening to yeah 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 I mean it's really cool it's interesting you know to look at and be like wow you know um, and it, it, it definitely it means something to me for sure yeah, you know? yeah I yeah. told uh, Party Fun Action Committee which is my favorite record my, my favorite uh, off the I always feel the, I, I'm try, I, still I felt like that record didn't get its due I really, still you know? proselytize that record I, to people I still think that I, 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 I you know I still you think, think it, that that's it, a pretty fucking good it's record one of the funny, yeah. Yeah. I gotta give it a listen I really I like this one's too fun for me this is different well that's how everyone felt at the time too yeah. no one was trying to hear a comedy record at the time and yeah. we didn't really we didn't prepare people for it yeah. Yeah. but I, I think that um, uh, I think that it's a gem. Pretty personally. heavy, pretty heavy at Occidental College. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. sure. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was, we were every kid in LA at this time. There was like everybody I knew was either a fan of like Dilla or Def Jux yeah. or Tego Calderon. It was well, like the other all thing those is like things. the yeah. other thing is that's cool and interesting to me now is like yeah. now that like now that it's gone. It seems like a lot of those, like, sort of, like, I think we all naturally grew out, the music scene grew out of some of those divisions mm-hmm. of people drawing a line and being like, I listen to this, or I listen to that, or whatever, and now you got a lot of people where the lines are blurred, and, you know, Danny Brown came up on Def Jooks, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, and, and or, you know, X-Squire came up on Def, different different things, mm-hmm. where everyone is kind of allowed to just sort of 
be influenced by whatever they're influenced yeah. now. And, mm-hmm. you know, there was a part of me, there was a small part of me with the Def mm-hmm. Jux thing where, where I looked around a little bit and I was like, kind of like, well, I feel like maybe there's, maybe I'm contributing to somehow inadvertently contributing to a division. And that's not how I, that's not how I look at music. I never was like that. I never mm-hmm. wanted to be that. I never wanted to be, um, which is not to say that I'm, you know, that I, that's how I feel. Death jokes was, but I'm just saying like I think that sometimes an idea needs to be needs to happen and then it needs to move on. Yeah. And like, you know, I think that you know, you can say, you can say um, if it's a death jokes or or if anyone's label or whatever. Let's say you have what, what is considered a movement or something. Someone can just be like, I'm over that movement, mm-hmm. and that and that destroys every person on, that involved. Yeah. Where whereas now everyone's just doing their own thing, and you can't really just sweep anyone under the carpet. Like it's kind of about music more. You totally. Know? Uh, yeah. I mean, there were. I mean, the journalism that surrounded it was always kind of frustrating because it would it would also kind of contribute in its own way to kind of the mm-hmm. divide. And you know, this is I don't know. But I was gonna, um, I was in. I was uh, another humble brag. I was in fucking uh, <laughs> Amsterdam, you know, at a baller ass hotel. Damn. <laughs> End of story. What <laughs> story, James? Eating all kind of free free seafood, but uh, <laughs> some, best part of the story. Somebody, uh, somebody played me some um, young young artists. I forgot their names too, but uh, they're uh, they sounded like sounded like. SA, like the new kids sounded like SA Smash, you know? Mm, mm. And so that made me think, you say you brought Camu in, you know? And I, I used to listen to that back in the day. I was like, I got a weird voice. He's got a weird voice. Maybe this could work for me, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, he could use this too. Like, uh, he was doing a lot of the same, similar stuff. Yeah, like yeah. Before. It's funny, man. Like, I feel like, do you, I mean, at the time, do you feel like this shit was, like, especially with SA Smash, or there's even a, a dude's flow that I really liked on, like, the, I think the third compilation. I think his name was, a. Uh, Oh, I forgot, I forgot uh, his name, but I have to look at the track listing. Um, uh, he he was a rapper that there was another rapper around the same time that had the same name. Who the fuck? Mm-hmm. Never mind. But either way, oh, do, did you know that this shit was ahead of its time, or did you feel like, oh, this is the next shit, or was it just like these were the characters around you? You know, like. I mean, you know, like with the Camus, with the SA Smash shit, mm-hmm. when I heard it, I would see, like, I always went with my gut about, ju- ju- I just put out the records that I liked. Mm-hmm. And so when I put out the SA Smash record, I loved it. I mm-hmm. was like, this shit is incredible. Mm-hmm. It's different than the other records that we do. Mm-hmm. And I knew that, and I didn't know how people would respond to it. And I think that people didn't respond to it. I think that when we put that record out, people. Because you know, had decided what they wanted to hear from Def Jux, and mm-hmm. they didn't really listen to that record. And now, if you put that record out now, it would be a different situation. I'm pretty and sure I, that's it makes how a lot Mc, more sense how, now. I'm pretty sure that's how McDonald was with the McRib. That's why he took it off. They're like, <laughs> yeah, I would put yeah, out yeah. the McRib. And like, we don't want the fucking McRib. Yeah. And then, like a year later, like we don't have it anymore. You're and everybody's gonna, like, trust what about me. the McRib? You know? Yeah. 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 Had to wait for the future. I mean, exactly. you know, I, in a lot of ways, I in, in a lot of ways, I've felt that way about the stuff that I've been involved in in general and and I've seen but you know you never it's like all you can do is just put things out that you like you can't really get caught up in in, Mm. you know and you just kind of stick to your guns uh, in terms of creativity and being like a real you know passionate about what you do and you just do it and that's it man you can't really ask the world for too much else you know and Mm. and um and uh, so, yeah, there are people, you know, like for me personally, I would have loved to see Camus blow up, not because of just because he was a, a, 
a close friend of mine, but because I thought that he was that talented and that gifted, and I nah, thought he that, was, though. and I and and I didn't think that he was getting looked at. I didn't think that people were really giving him recognition or even really listening. And it was frustrating for me as someone who was also not only his friend but also someone putting a record out. You know, people like Rob Sonic, where I was like, why are people not picking up on this Rob Sonic record? Mm -hmm. Rob is incredible. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. And. That was a part of that was a part of my frustration too with doing the Def Jux thing, where I realized that I there was a certain wall that I would hit, where if I wanted to put a record out that was a little bit of a curveball or that wasn't something that all of a sudden the record label that was supposed to be that about that all of a sudden we had our own set of criteria that that people where people wouldn't even pick up on it in the press. We sent it out for a review and people wouldn't even review it. Send my record out for review and everyone reviews it. Send you know uh, you know the bigger artists on the. But it mm -hmm. was like all of a sudden we really couldn't really get like I couldn't get a band like Chin Chin any press, yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. And Chin Chin is is an amazingly talented group of people mm -hmm. and good friends of mine too. And I was just like, man, I don't, you know. But whatever, that's you know, I'm not I'm not crying about it. But I'm just saying it's it's interesting, you know, with, with like the Camus shit and Essay mm -hmm. Smash shit. I thought that record should be huge, mm -hmm. of course. I didn't put anything out that I didn't think should be huge and. At the end of the day, I think that what, you know, sometimes it's just not his time, you know, that's all. Sometimes it's just not time. Yeah. So then, and, you know, to, to, to flash forward, uh, I was going to say, you're recording Run the Jewels too, right? Or you did record a, a song that was just leaked by... Oh, that, yeah. I'm, I mean, we are recording Run the Jewels too. Mm -hmm. we're, we're starting, um, I already did a bunch of pre-production on it. We're starting in uh, January doing vocals. We actually just did a, a, a song the other day. Um... Yeah, we're recording it. That other song, the the, the pew pew pew, uh, is actually on the European edition of uh, the record, and it's got a it's of got Run the Jewels one of Run the Jewels one. Yeah, yeah. it's the deluxe edition. Yeah. And uh, did you guys, when you were com coming up with the group, did you think of like buddy cop buddy cop scenarios, like buddy cop comedy scenarios? Kind of. <laughs> yeah, like, a little I mean, bit. <laughs> was there one in mind that you had a, fa a couple favorites that you really kind of saw yourself as the rap version of? Yeah, no, but I could I could pretend there were. Um, I, we're the rap for we're the we're rap game forty eight hours. I don't know. Um, it's a good movie. Uh, it was a great movie. Um, but you know, yeah, we we sort of. I mean, <laughs> like when we did the thirty six inch yeah. chain video, that was kind. Of, yeah. I I don't think either of us really thought about being cops. Yeah, I mean, like, like <laughs> but the, buddy you know, action movies buddy action definitely. More, yeah. Like you know, I think more we were more on some like tougher than leather shit. You know, yeah. like yeah, we're. We're gonna do tougher than leather. That's gonna be our shit. Yeah. Um, you know, that's 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 part of the fun. And you're here for a Red Bull thing? Yeah, yeah. I'm out here to do this show, and it's a it's a Red Bull event. It's basically this monthly thing that they do, where they bring up they 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 bring local artists up, and they have someone headline and. Um, mm -hmm. I'm doing that on um, on Thursday. It's yeah. like three dollars. It'll be in the past. Yeah, it'll, it'll when this airs, it'll already be. That's in at the Troubadour, last, right? Last month. It's at the Troubadour. But it's gonna yeah. be sick, and I do have yeah. I do have some special guests coming that I, that I'm not allowed to announce yet. One um, of them is God. One of them is is the God building. and His Son. <laughs> mm. um, but yeah, so that's what I'm out here can't for. Come because yeah. she's an alcoholic. And yeah, uh, yeah. Man. yeah. what are you, anything else going on? Like you have in the next year? Like any other projects? Or you're doing a solo? I have no fucking idea what I'm no doing. Idea. I have no idea what I'm doing. We're no, just no. doing Run the Jewels. <laughs> yeah. I'm, we're, we're just running into Run the Jewels right, 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 right after the New Year. So, um, and then, um, and then we'll probably do Mike's record. Probably do, do the the sequel to to rap music, um, and that's it. We're doing a bunch of touring and shit, and um, got a couple of videos coming out in the next month, and you know. 
Just rapper shit. Regular that's, shit. That sounds, that Not sounds big deal. Like, like enough. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, thank, thank you for coming. You made you. a lot of the decisions that uh, has shaped the last 10 years. If I was like... I apologize. A, a music. <laughs> Sincerely. Like if, if I was a rich, a rich old guy that had nothing to... Like, I owned, like, a label, like, Universal or something, and I was like, I have a lot of money, but I don't know. I'm out of touch. I would hire you <laughs> to do things like write Miley Cyrus's next. You know, I would hire oh, you I'm, to do things like <laughs> that. I'm there. You know? I'm there. I've got to. Got... I would find a way to get fucking so, Jimmy Ivey I've got some pretty emotional crash. stuff that she wants to say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. let's let's turn this shit off, man. Shot fired. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. fellas. When the live wildlife, little metal rail right, where a marvel of engineering steer me clear into the plight. Right before the bodegas open, after the pink of night, before the papers delivered, I sat on the corner and sparked the light. The same corner I punched when I zone dropped on a block burst. And almost five o'clock, watch at the sunspots of store clerks. Spots kind of like the zone was forgot, as if the grid had been reset and couldn't cast it a clock. Or the stoop was stuck in the past a half minute, and I sat in it with a Lucy Noopy drift out of my lips, taste half minute. Come on. And I felt like a hundred bucks in the pocket of a gambling bus So the wonder shows and flow with the droids and the struggle luck Toyed on the run again The sky clean, the maroon is coloring Laid against the blue, it's home from where the thunder lives Here I was directly under it Like some dejected little prey They told to stay away from the mothership Cotton fall in a blizzard of mystical brain prison With a thought that rode on the buses Came for conjugal businesses Fucking twain in my gray matter The tide of territory state Chattering and nagging till the demand of the yellow for me And I tried to hold the thing back But the meditation was otherly Fixated on what our friends said and related to my struggling, so I'm a boy, 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 so I'm a
be on all these outnumbered. Never out militia. There's no dignity for criminals. No ministry for the wicked. In this town, you make a sign. You're the leper with the most fingers. The league of extraordinary nobodies. You have a team bringing in ringers. No faith in the majority. No hope for the little ones. Sound for the pistol out. Billy got a blunderbuss. So I'm fucking you feeling. It makes a struggle so wondrous. Enough to arrogantly pull what's left of the rug out from under us. I think not. You in the same bow all us other crabs are caught. And if I have to live, you have to live. Whether you like this shit or not. Come on. Dedicated to drowning in a noble fertility of a desperate friend forced to watch. And my good friends who refuse to allow it to happen. Know who you are. Know what I'm talking about. Believe me, man. Shots fired at that. Shots fired, I repeat that. 